0: Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to The Presence Podcast, episode number 217. Now, I'm coming to you on Monday. It's actually right about noontime, a little bit after noon on Monday. I did not get yesterday's recorded before I, quite frankly, fell asleep. You see, I was uh, sitting out where I am sitting now, which is on my... Screened in, back porch, back patio, back porch. Regular listeners know I call this Serenity Place or Shalom Place. I was sitting out here last night um, after dinner and after conversation after dinner, and I was doing my meditation for the evening, and I fell asleep. Didn't sleep for long here in my chair, but when I woke up, I was very sleepy, and rather than try to get the podcast done, decided it was dishes time and then bedtime So that's what I did. So uh, I don't love recording it the day after I do the uh, after. I like to get these podcasts recorded on the day of, but life is life. And it was yesterday. So I'm glad you're here with me, whatever time it is, wherever you are, as you listen to this. And thank you for being here. Yesterday, as all days, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience God's presence. And um, again, like I said, I'm glad you're here for me to be able to share that with you. So yesterday, the Sabbath was a day of circles for me. I think that was what kind of came to mind. And, you know, when we think of worship and when we think of going to church, going to mass, going to worship, whatever it might be, I think oftentimes we think of um, squares or pyramids, right? Triangles. Pyramid being three-dimensional, triangle being two-dimensional, of course. Just to clarify that I did learn a little bit about uh, geometry way back when. But anyway, a lot of times our worship is triangular, right? We have the um, presider or the preacher or whomever is the focal point of the worship up front, and then the rest of us are backwards from that, and it really looks like a triangle. In fact, some churches very much are designed as triangles, or maybe they're squares, you know, where uh, there's three sides of the worshipers, um, and the, the, um, the focal point, the worship itself, the presider, the priest, the pastor, the preacher, whomever, is up front, And yesterday I experienced a little bit of that, of course, in the worship that began the day. But later, soon after, I was in a circle. And I was struck by how different of an experience a circle is. Because a circle, you can have a leader, someone that is um, leading the meeting or leading the talk or leading whatever it might be that you're doing in the circle... But they are equal with you. They are a part of the circle. Unless, of course, they're in the mush pot, which we all know from our Duck, Duck, Goose days is in the middle of the circle. And that doesn't usually happen when adults gather in a circle to try to do something, have a meeting or accomplish something. So I was in a circle yesterday um, and um, there were only, I think, six of us. But it was an interesting circle because we were talking about being a prayer team and how... Going into the fall, within this church community, we can foster prayer more within the community. And it was really a, a wonderful give and take about ideas and short term and long term and prayer space and inclusiveness and and communication and disciplines. And I mean, it was it was far ranging, and it was just really um, encouraging to see in the circle how the energy works and how eye contact and the sense of equality that everyone's eye is is equal in the circle um, has a certain power. There's a vibe. There's an energy. There's a feel to that. And, you know, when I think of meeting in circles, I think of 12-step groups. And I've been going to more 12-step meetings over the last few weeks. And more often than not, they are in a circle. And maybe it's actually a square um, because you're sitting around a table. A lot of times it's you know, square tables, rectangular tables pushed together to form a big rectangle or a big square. But there's a circle, and it has to do symbolically with that idea that even though there is a group facilitator, they are no more wise or no more powerful or no more um, of an authority than anyone else in the circle. Well, that was the first circle that I experienced yesterday, This this prayer team meeting. But I was struck, and, and really what got me thinking about this theme for the podcast for yesterday, again, it's Monday when I'm recording this, but I'm talking about yesterday, Sunday, was um, in the evening, um, another circle that I sat around. It was a much smaller circle, and it was here on my back patio porch, Serenity Place, and it was um, dinner, or really more after dinner, dinner. Um, my parents are visiting uh, from California for a few days, and um, we had dinner outside. And it was a fairly simple dinner, but it was delicious. Um, just grilled chicken and vegetables and not hard to do, but it tasted really good. And, and we enjoyed dinner as the light was still, um, still bright. The sun was still up, although it was getting closer to setting. And here on my patio porch, I have a glass circular table, glass tabletop. Table that I've had for a long time, and it's nothing fancy. Chairs that go with it. It seats four comfortably, Um, and we sat around the table and had dinner. Enjoyed my dad and I enjoyed a a bottle of wine, Zinfandel to be precise. If there's any wine fans out there, and um, and we talked, and we talked for quite a while. And eventually it got dark, and I turned my lights on out here. I don't have. I don't usually turn the porch light on. I've got twinkle lights that you may have heard me describe, um, that kind of string the, um, outlines, the three sides of the, um, of the space, put a three wicked candle on the table, um, to have some extra light. And we, we just sat and we talked and, um, you know, it was, it was just really, really wonderful. And, and again, it gave me that sense that, you know, you can talk around a square table, many people's kitchen tables are square or dining room tables or rectangular, But there's something about a circle and I really felt that last night as as I talked to my parents and my son was with us for a while and then my wife came and kind of went and and was with us for a while. But but a circle to me feels like a very welcoming space and that I think was really kind of the theme of both circles yesterday, you know, and the 12-step circles. You know, circles are meant to be a place where people can join, where people can enter. And that's a big part of what we were talking about yesterday in the prayer circle. Um, the circle, the prayer team circle meeting that I mentioned first. And circles are very welcoming because when somebody comes, you just expand the circle. <laughs> and the circle gets bigger. Um, it's a little harder to do with a square or a triangle or other shapes that we might gather in. And I was thinking also last night, you know, of the, the circle of the conversation that my parents and I had and, and how, you know, again, others, my wife, my son joined us and, and was a part of that. So I felt God's presence in that. And and I think, you know, sometimes God is even described as a circle, a circle that there is no beginning and no end. And, you know, God is, um, I forget that quote about that. There is no middle. Um, there's a quote about God in a circle and I'm not going to look that up right now. But my reflection, my questions for you are, where are the shapes in your life? Or what are the shapes in your life? Where are you in circles? Where are you in triangles? I'm getting ready to go back to class to teach again in in just a few, less than two weeks. And, you know, most classrooms are triangles or squares. They're not circles. And um, where are the... Circles in your life. Where are the triangles in your life? Where are the other shapes are there other shapes rhombuses and pentagons or hexagons or all the other shapes that we um, we can have and How does each of those say something different about those who gather in those shapes? and What shape is God when you think of God and what God does in your own life, what shape does that take? What shape are you invited to experience God as more deeply? As always, thank you for listening. Blessings and peace.